0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: 105.7 fan. Yeah. Severe. Severe weather, weather.
1: Alert. 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 Torrential alert. rainfall expected.
0: Purple rain.
1: Inside Access to the Castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman
2: news out of the castle today jess rebeck covers the ravens for the athletics That so the Jadavian clowny was in the building a couple weeks ago we did a six-pack you had reported and rightly so that the ravens and uh justin houston were not going to have a reunion mm-hmm. so we did a six-pack of veg guys not named not named justin houston yes. that the ravens could sign houston signed with the panthers this weekend so that is not going
3: to happen uh clowny a fit to you does that make sense to you i, I didn't put him in my six pack at the time i believe you did i had him at one yeah um just sort of because there were other guys who i figured you could get a little cheaper and even though they're a little older maybe they proved to be a little more durable you know a guy like melvin ingram who played almost 500 snaps last year with two you know two different teams appeared in 17 yeah. games you know that's not really clowny's calling card you know i'm like hey maybe you can take a shot at Daniil Hunter, well, he's restructured his contract. Yeah. He's not going anywhere, you know? Carlos Dunlap, I preferred, 537 snaps last year. 32 pressures, 12 quarterback hits. Appeared in all 17 games. Yeah, he's 34, but is he more dependable than a 30-year-old Jadavion Clowney? And will he come a little cheaper? But you look at who's still out there, right? And Ingram is still out there. Um, and Gaku obviously isn't. Nope. Dunlap's out there. Hunter's not. Um you know, yeah, I mean, I, I think Clowney, they've liked him before. They I
4: like them him. I take him over
3: Robert Quinn, you know. Yeah, I, another I, guy. I take him over Mario Addison. Like, I still kind of like Dunlap more if we're talking pure pass rush. I guess my concern with, with Clowney is will the body hold up? Will, will, if this isn't a great defense, you know, will he. Be one of the guys who's going down with the ship or maybe leading, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, the ship down. Like, nobody in that side, nobody's really making any real money over there. You know what I mean? And whatever Uh he makes, he's going to be, like, that Ngaku effect, the way he got in that room, not only was he not living up to the billing, but it was clear early on he didn't merit a lot of playing time. But he got the playing time because they made the move and they gave up a decent amount for him. And he's making some decent coin. And I just don't know about that dynamic, especially when the guy isn't a natural leader. When the guy's a little bit of a lone wolf, when he's a little bit of a mercenary, he's a little bit of a hired gun, and then the whole group isn't producing. Now, maybe to be a great defense, I, I I don't know. But his the personality, all that stuff. You know, like I don't know that Jadavion Clowney's going to be hanging out after practice. Showing guys his swim move. No. You know what I mean? I don't know that that's him. I would
5: go more in the Melvin Ingram, Carlos Dunlap route. I've never been the biggest Jadavion Clowney fan. Does he improve the room? Sure. Absolutely. But that's a low bar to clear, considering that they just don't have any depth right now at edge rusher. And... Uh, he's someone that, like Cordell was saying, better against the run than against the pass. He is not going to sniff nine and a half sacks that Justin Houston left behind in in twenty twenty two. I would lean those other couple of veterans, but if they do opt to go this move, it, it, it's still an upgrade. I would just go the other way.
2: I'll tell you this: I don't want him teaching other guys swim moves because I get hurt.
3: Like, get him off the field when practice is over. You gotta, you gotta lessen the exposure with that guy. Well, look, we, we know that this is an analytically inclined front office and he's going to even at this stage and again, he's only 30. I, I feel like sometimes you talk about him like he's 40. But at this even at this stage of his career, certain athletic traits that he possesses, you know, there, there's going to be people who are running their algorithms who are saying, you know, with the right number of snaps in the right opportunity, we could get a lot of bang for our buck from this guy even if because he's younger, he does cost more then Ingram and, and, or, or Dunlap or some of these other guys. I just worry about the stuff you can't quantify. Um, but, look, you know, we may be kind of looking at it a little bit skewed also in that we're, we're thinking pass rush. Like, maybe they look, they see it out of a Jabo and Owe. They just need this guy to be an upgrade well, over Brent Urban. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe they're thinking of more, not as Justin Houston, but as – an upgrade over Brent Herbert. well and we haven't
2: mentioned one other name and that's a guy that's already been in the building and my understanding is they like him but the price was a little too rich at the time and that's Calvin Noy who's still out there now like that is a guy that this
3: that, that for some reason that they, they liked the fit there but he wanted too much money at the time if they sign Calvin Van Noy especially at this stage of the game and they budge that to me speaks more to Ty's Bowser than anything else because that's the guy who that's the role I think of, Judon Light. Yeah. Like, he's going to be able to do, he's going to be a little bit of a Swiss Army knife. Now, he can't, he, he Van Noy still doesn't have that nose for the quarterback that Judon has. He doesn't have some of the moves that Judon has. Um, but he can do a little bit of everything. And um, the Bowser thing is getting obscured yeah. by the Bateman thing and, and the, the Dobbins. Dobbins thing. Yes, yeah. But the Bowser thing, to me, is pretty significant. And, that's another one where if he's not even running around by the middle of next week on the other side of that first preseason game, like if if they get through the joint practices with Washington and Ty's Bowser's still nowhere really near a football field, it's going to start to get my antennas up.
5: It's massive, and it's a, he's on the non-football injury list. It's a knee injury. It's not the Achilles no. that, of course, he blew out at the end of the 2021 season. It's a big time flow. Guys, I was out there Friday, and Ajabo wasn't practicing at the time. They had Adafe Owe and Jeremiah Moon as their starting edge rushers. They do not have guys there, and Bowser is just that steady player for them. He's not
2: super flashy, but he does a lot of things well. Jeremiah Moon related to Jackie Moon from, uh, what was that semi pro? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. That, but Will Farrell was yeah. Jackie Moon. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah I, I, yeah, I don't know that Jeremiah Moon is going to be seeing any any run during a real NFL
3: football game, Jason. Well, look, for this weekend, there's going to be a whole bunch of people yeah. on the edge who a lot of people are unfamiliar with. Delshawn Phillips, I mean, they've got a couple guys who are going to play quite a bit in this game. Who who knows? One or two of them may play their way onto the roster, especially if they don't add a Clowney, if they don't add a Van Noy or whatever. Um. And how much can you even... I mean, oh no wait. How much does he I yeah. don't know. Like how much when there's not much much on your depth chart, how much do even those guys play? I I don't know. And and in some organizations the pendulum's swinging the other way and they're talking about playing their veterans more than we're used to. I Sean still don't think that'll happen here just because of that Dobbin's thing. That cut is still pretty deep and it's yeah. pretty recent.
2: I can tell you it ain't happening.
3: Um so I'm not banking on it here, but again, as we did last year, the interesting thing will be even with 90 guys here, how deep does that math go? And Who's considered still bubble wrap material and who's not? You know, last year, likely, it took what? About a game and a half before yeah. he became bubble wrap material. What, do you have that 12-catch game? Yeah, just yes. like Arizona, and that was it. Hit 100 yeah.
2: yards and a half. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I said, you know what? <laughs> it's funny we're, how we're that good. works. We're good. Especially
3: at positions where you're not that loaded, which, again, I would say edge right now qualifies. You bring up a good point. Like, who the hell is dressing in these games? Like, Oh, wait, can you can you afford to dress him? You don't want to get him hurt in a preseason game. And I mean, if you're dressing him, you're dressing him for two series. And what is that really add? I. But again, ninety guys seems like a lot until you start factoring in, you know, the take the first team right off the table. Then all of a sudden, um, you know, and this guy hadn't practiced that much recently. And the next thing you know, the numbers aren't. You, you're you don't have as many. You, well, these coaches they'll, they'll always take more bodies. Yes, but. Uh, yeah, how they juggle this game day for the weekend will be interesting. Inside Access, we're
2: live at Pickles across the street from Oriole Park and Camden Yards. We're here till 6. Then Bob, Andy, Ryan, Ripken, Baltimore Baseball tonight at 6. They're getting you ready for the Orioles and the Astros. But coming up next, it's T-Bone time. TMI with T-I-M. What you got?
5: You said it, Ken, Orioles hosting the defending World Series champion Astros. It's a big-time series. Dusty Baker saying the biggest series the O's have had in a long time, and I completely agree, 70 wins. And despite all of that, Orioles were the story in sports yesterday, and it had nothing to do with their on-field product. We're going to get more into the uh, Kevin Brown situation next on Inside Access inside access with jason
2: and ken hot takes from the guy behind the glass i'm in a glass case of emotion tmi with
1: tim
2: tmi tmi my friends
1: inside access 1057 the fan
2: it's t-bone time tmi with tim and the floor is yours
5: Just an hour, 45 minutes away or so from first pitch. Orioles-Astros, massive series. O's are extremely hot. Best record in baseball since the All-Star break. They're tied with the Braves for most wins in baseball. They're leading the American League by multiple games. Despite all of that, during an off day yesterday, just... A story that took off like wildfire about Kevin Brown allegedly being suspended. The team didn't want to use the word suspended, but it is bizarre that a play-by-play broadcaster is not calling games for two weeks in a stretch run. That's not exactly a vacation, I would say. And it uh, allegedly stems from a clip in which... He read from a graphic, which I think you was
3: can even say reportedly right because multiple people are. Yeah, well, yeah, it. a lot of people are reporting.
5: Um, read from a graphic that said the Orioles have won three of the first five games at the Trop this season after winning three of the twenty-one games played at St. Petersburg from twenty 2020 twenty through twenty twenty-two. Tropical and, depression. Yeah, some producer had an awesome tropical depression. That's that's a hell of a line. So, needless to say... It's now tropical aggression. (laughs) Because the birds are beating them down there. Needless... Spanking them. Needless to say, the Orioles got
1: dragged through the mud. The Baltimore Orioles organization draped itself in utter humiliation with their treatment of one of their young broadcasters, a guy named Kevin Brown, who... Let me just say one thing to Baltimore Orioles management. You draped yourself in humiliation when you fired John Miller and you're doing it again. And if you don't want Kevin Brown, there are 29 other teams who do. They did beat Baltimore six times, which I hope I don't get suspended by the Orioles for saying that.
0: If John Angelos didn't like that, that he's thin-skinned, he's unreasonable, and he should actually get a call from Rob Manfred, this makes the Orioles look so small and insignificant and minor league. It's such a small look. Ah, small man. Who does that? And this
3: idiot, Angelos, I mean, who's never won a damn thing. This guy, remember, he didn't own the team in 83. This is the guy when they won their championship. uh, Edward Bennett Williams is probably still alive and the owner. This is the guy that gets him fired or gets him demoted or gets him silenced for a period of time as sort of punishment. Are you kidding me? I am. That is a disgrace. Who would want to be a play-by-play guy of the Orioles? The
5: was. It's it's a disgrace. It's shameful. It's really Dra- any bad word. And
3: humiliation dropped twice yeah. in the same thirty That's bite. awesome. You like it? I I like it. Can you really be draped in humiliation? I, I, I guess thought you can. I thought it was good to
1: be honest. Yeah.
5: But Kevin Brown, he's been on every single show on the station. We love Kevin Brown. He's extremely talented. I think he's going to be a superstar in this business. Do national and he, go beyond he here. Is
3: He's master class. He, he is, is and he's an awesome broadcaster. Yes, and
5: if what is being reported is true, it's extremely shameful. And the Faffling. thing, the thing that really just irks me over all of this, and this news came out towards the end of the show yesterday, but that was when it was not really a ton of people reporting at the time, so we didn't bring it up. But I was getting upset during the show. I, You know, sleeping on it, I'm even more pissed off about it. And, and because this is a year where the Orioles are on pace to win the most amount of games in my lifetime. They have been terrible for the majority of my life. They are such a good story this year where we should be talking about them with seventy wins. We should be talking about them going up against the Astros, not just us, but nationally. Yes multiple all-stars for the first time since 2016 seven years ago last time they had multiple all-stars and and Gunnar henderson odds on favorite to win al rookie of the year and and so many guys come out of nowhere I mentioned ryan o'hearn earlier and cano no one saw him and and just all of these best closer in baseball best closer in baseball that's For my money, he's having a more dominant year than Britain in 2016, which might be a hot take, but he's been unbelievable. But Ryan Ripken is not – oh, not a hot take. All right, right. I appreciate that, Ryan. But all of that is being overlooked, and this team that has been the butt of the joke for the majority of my life over all of their missteps were getting dragged, and rightfully so yesterday – over some jackassery, if it's true. love that word. And ownership, again, they should be commended in the fact that you know, Peter, unlike Peter Angelo's, they have not meddled with Mike Elias. They have let Michaela, Sigma Dell, the rest of their staff let Michael Cook do Let Mike Cook. Yes. Baseball operations. They built the Dominican Academy. They've reinvested all these resources and they've been fantastic with the city of Baltimore. That being said, it's misstep after misstep that just makes this organization, unfortunately, have the perception of being dysfunctional at a national level. Because you go just to the 1st of January, 2023, and even beyond them when the Orioles coming out of nowhere last year and then the ownership group with a lawsuit internally. And you got the MLK debacle where he's chewing out Dan Conley for no reason and saying he's going to open the books, doubles down saying he's going to open the books when he meets with reporters the first day of spring training, then joins us on opening day and eviscerates the Baltimore Sun. And you got the lease situation where it's going to get done. It will get done. But why has it not been done yet? Westmore, if you wanted to work with Westmore, he's been in office for six and a half months right now. You, you did a BS two-year lease extension a couple of years ago. I, I, I just, there's $600 million. It's free money. It's taxpayer money. Take it. Sign it. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. And then yesterday, it, it, it's just, it's so frustrating to me. That it's continued missteps like this. And now we got someone holding a free Kevin Brown sign uh, right behind us right now. And you're going to get that. And it's a joke for the club. It's a joke for those players that there's going to be signs and who knows if there's going to be a chant about a broadcast. And we love Kevin Brown, but the story is the team. Yes. And it's being taken away because of just buffoonery.
2: The utter temerity. Thank you. Yes. (laughs) T-Bone.
3: T-Bone speaks.
2: It is hard. It's a figure. Worked up a lather. Uh, I'm sweating. This was not their best day. That's for damn sure. Hey, coming up next, we will hit the hot corner. Grayson Rodriguez, always facing aces. And are the O's starting to run again? Discuss next here on The Fan.
1: Inside Access with Jason Ken. Call
0: from mom. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Inside access to the Orioles, Brooks, Cal, it's the
2: hot corner with Jason, Ken, and Tim Barberley's. Sponsored by Home Life Roofing and Remodeling. Before we get to Grayson Rodriguez and the Orioles running game, some notes from Brandon Hyde pregame. He said Cedric Mullins is getting really close. He's playing for Bowie again tonight. Adam Frazier hasn't played in a minute because he has a jammed thumb, jammed it in Toronto, but they said he should be back soon. Aaron Hicks nearing a rehab assignment. He ran the bases today. And waiver claimed Jacob Webb, who they claimed yesterday, from the Angels. He'll join the bullpen in the next
3: couple of days. Yeah, they get a couple days to report. Remember, with Fuji, he was out on the West Coast. It took... It took a minute. Um, obviously, they're pitching lab here, know what they're looking for in certain guys um, and how to accentuate the positives. So we'll see what that means for him. I, I'm guessing Joey Crabble might be the guy on the other side of that move. We shall see. Um, the Cedric thing is really interesting. Again, I saw him Saturday at Bowie. I was surprised he played all nine innings. Surprised he played all nine innings at center field. Surprised yeah. he had all six at-bats. I saw him tag up and score on a sack fly. I saw him um, on the base paths, and I was really um, excited about what I saw. Saw him make a unbelievably athletic catch to rob a home run, and he dh the following day. So I'm not sure it's going to take, you know, a whole lot more games with Bowie, but that's great to hear. And Hicks coming back as well. That's great to hear. Um, don't know what that's going to mean for Colton Kowser. Don't know what that's going to mean for uh, McKenna. McKenna probably a stint back in in triple a but this team is is cultivating uh some deep depth there so that that's obviously great news and obviously we're all hoping that third time is not the charm for cedric moan i assume joey crable the guy that goes down for webb i would think so yeah i I mean i I would think so cole Irvin has pitched really well lately you know you just start thinking of guys with options baker's already down there yeah um yeah i mean crable they have been pretty hesitant to use uh and then we'll see if another move is forthcoming later this week about D.L. Hall um, possibly coming up after another, you know, performance or two at Norfolk if it goes the way it did. The first time, I don't think we need to belabor that point. This is a guy who was built up as a starter before they shut him down to work on his back strength to get his velocity up. Yeah, it, have to,
5: it would have to be soon, Jason. And and yeah. what, he was hitting 97-98, I believe, yeah. in that yeah, he uh, hit 98. last outing. So getting closer, and this is someone that, has gotten over a hundred, but DL if he can come in and be another flamethrower out of the bullpen, that would just be massive, massive. But I guess with Wells, I mean, how long do you think he's going to be at boot?
3: Oh, I think a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I think. A minute. I
5: know. Yeah, I remember you saying he struggled, but
2: well, he struggled once he got to the fourth inning, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, he struggled. Well, he's going to be a bullpen end. arm, though. I think that's yeah, why. Yeah, that's yeah. why I'm. I mean, yeah. how
3: quickly do they go to that oh, yeah. route? Yeah. Though I, I. I don't I don't know um and what he's down there for what at least two weeks right yeah so, um, unless an injury arises or or what have you uh, I don't I don't know that that's fast-tracked I, I think he has some things to work on um another interesting lineup yeah another Mateo and center field lineup I mean the more you can do right yeah and, and we'll see what this means they certainly uh want to find reasons to keep that skill set, that amazing athletic skill set, uh, around because there isn't anybody else in this organization. Maybe Enrique Bradford Jr. who just got to Del yeah. right? I mean, if you're talking about the kind of speed, the kind of base-stealing ability, um, the kind of athleticism he has that you might really covet on a bench come playoff time when every at-bat is do or die, when every situation matters, that extra base, you know, that tagging up, whatever... I get it. Um, we'll see how it goes. It was pretty uneventful for him Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we'll see if he gets more action out there today. It's a much better Astros lineup than, frankly, with the match put together on Sunday. Ball's so going to find you. Chances are, yes, the ball will find him. McCann catching again. Uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, he's got hits in eight of his last ten games. The O's are 8-2 and two in those games, and he's got a 9 8 OPS during that ten-game stretch. Adley back DHing, back leading off. That's brought out the best in him. 12 yeah. driven in in his last 11 games as a DH. And again, we're going to continue to monitor this now. This is seven of his last 15 starts at DH. The 13 games prior to that, just two games at DH, 11 at catcher. So they're finding ways to keep McCann behind the dish. They're finding ways to keep Adley's bat in, DHing. He's producing runs at a, and home runs at a much higher rate, DH than catcher. A home run every 4.6 games, DHing a home run every 10 games as a catcher. So we wanted to see more runs driven in by yeah. Adley Rutschman in the second half batting leadoff and DHing has been working for him. Let's get to Grayson Rodriguez.
2: Oh, sorry.
5: Oh, no. I was going to say, we're in the dog days of summer, too, to where Adley, he's going to need some days off. And you see the power numbers, the uptick even season-long compared to DH and catcher. His slugging percentage is almost 60 points higher. You mentioned the stat about how many home runs he hits and X amount of plate appearances exponentially uh, better than when he catches, uh, when he DHs. I mean, so it, it makes a lot of sense, and James McCann, of course, playing
3: strong defense behind the dish. One other thing before we get to the pitching, to note with this lineup, second straight time against a tough lefty, right? Quintana, before he got hurt, was a really tough yeah. lefty. And and he was, tough was good. Sunday. He was good on Sunday. We know what they're up against tonight. Gunnar Henderson, the only left-handed bat in the lineup, yet again, still in the middle of the lineup, as he belongs, yet again, at shortstop, yet again. And let's see what Austin Hayes does batting cleanup. He got a couple days off his feet, which I think he was one of those guys Hyde's been talking about, right? I'm trying to steal a day here, a day there for some of the walking wounded. Frazier, Hayes among them. Well, remember, Hayes made that sliding catch Friday night and came up limping.
2: And we had not seen him since. So this is the first time back. Grayson Rodriguez. And, of course, he's pitching. So he's going against a good starter for Amber Valdez. Probably the Astros ace currently. And he's coming off a no-hitter.
3: Yeah, and again, this is this is nothing new for Grayson Rodriguez, right? He was up against Kikuchi last time out. Kikuchi's having a great season. Garrett Cole, the time before that, he might win the Cy Young. McClanahan, the time before that, he would have won the Cy Young before he got hurt, and now it's probably Garrett Cole. He's faced John Gray. He's faced Otani. He's faced Eflin, who's got a sub-3 ERA, all in the last uh, seven times out. So. Yeah, I think Grayson will be up for it. I want to see that change up. How how early is he throwing it in counts? How early, how much is he throwing it early in the game? Uh, We saw his fastball still hitting 100 in uh, right around the 100th pitch the last time out against the Jays. That's obviously um, something to build on. Maybe a little hotter, a little more humid today. We'll see, you know, if that matters at all. Um, And we're seeing, you know, Grayson Rodriguez, kind of developed right before our eyes you know much like Kyle Bradish going from a thrower to a pitcher
5: and that's been perfectly on display ever since he got brought back up and Nathan Ruiz who covers the O's for the Baltimore Sun did a deep dive on the four seam fastball where it was getting hammered in his five outings prior to getting demoted 21 for 42 11 of those hits going for extra bases and then the four starts since getting called up, eight for 35 opposing batters against his four-seamer, only one extra base hit. And you're seeing the fastball, particularly in his last start. I mean, he was going to that early and often in counts, and the cutter usage has been
3: way down. Yeah, that cutter, like Dean Kramer, like even, you know, Kyle Gibson at times has has gotten him in trouble. The, the guy whose cutter uh, really flashed, whose cutter looked like a true weapon, and again, it was only one outing was Flaherty, and he'll be coming around again, and yeah. we'll see if he features that pitch as much um, his second uh, outing in the American League as he did his first.
2: Uh, let's get to the running game, and obviously on Sunday, they didn't get a lot of hits, so there right. really wasn't any 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 way you're going to see him run, but it does seem they've been running the bases, stealing more bases of late.
3: Yeah, I mean, they went through a stretch there at the end of July where they went six straight games without even attempting a steal. That was far and away their season high. Um, since then, they've been running with great – Regularity. They only stole 11 bases all of July. Already 6-for-6 six six this month. They really took advantage of Alvarez, a young catcher who's just frankly um, got a ways to go in terms of his defensive toolkit. You know, they'll probably see a lot of Maldonado in this series. That's a very different challenge. Yeah. But some of these Astros pitchers, particularly their relievers, are not super adept at holding people on. And we found it's about a mentality, right? It's about a philosophy, it's about an overall aggressive mindset you don't have to have cedric mullins and hicks here to steal bases you know Cowser can take a base westberg can take a base gunner can take a base mountcastle can take a base adley can take a base i'm old enough to remember james mccann three days ago a catcher <laughs> steal, backup catcher stealing third, third. Yeah. now again alvarez plays a part in that but i think this is probably going to be a tightly more tightly contested series uh and and the they can't disband the run game for a week there's there, in this day and age, with these new rules, I think it's something that they have to lean into. Well, as the commercial says, new rules
2: means more exciting baseball. That is true. Yeah, I've heard that. The games are quicker. Games are
3: quicker. I feel like uh, lately, though, the games are not as quick as they once were.
2: Vets and young players alike having <laughs> fun at the ballpark, yeah. I think is what the ad says. Something to that effect.
3: I feel like there's been fewer two-hour games like all like yeah. league-wide lately. Sunday yeah. was quick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty quick.
2: Yeah, they're getting a,
3: they're getting a little longer. Hey, we we are live at Pickles. Oh, and, oh seven one and two in their last ten AL series, so. yeah. and they're twenty one and
2: seven in their last twenty eight games. That's pretty darn impressive. That's not the best too record of baseball. Hey, we're live at Pickles Oriole Park and Camden Yards across the street. Orioles starting a three game set against the Astros tonight at seven. Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney, Ryan Ripken at six o'clock. We'll come back, get the text of the day, preview tomorrow's show, and get you ready for Baltimore baseball tonight at six here on the Fan.
1: Inside access on a fan. Before you hear it anywhere else, get inside access to Breaking News, Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. 1057, a fan.
2: a few minutes away from Baltimore baseball tonight. Bob Haney swinging two bats in the on-deck circle. Ryan Ripken, gee, he's running sprints. They're getting ready he's loose. to go on. He at looks 60. limber. Yes, yeah, very limber. After his celebrity appearance at the 1983 uh, reunion uh, Saturday night. Did uh, he get announced? He, well, he I was, wasn't there. I don't know that he got announced. No. He was just all over television no. the whole night. Like He seemed to be very much uh, uh, looked at by the
3: cameras. He had that Chad Steele. Yeah, innate yeah, ability to yeah, know where yeah, the camera was. Yeah, he did.
2: <laughs> He seemed to always be near a camera. Alas look good on camera better than i would. Always. so yeah yeah so but uh orioles and he Astros. looks like a taller t-bone yes he, they're coming from, cuff. the cuff. from the same from the same very similar as a matter of fact the first time i saw him i went is that the bone
3: and then i realized, I can't believe the bone yeah, yeah. wasn't your plus one yeah right? yeah, yeah. that is even up. though i think you kind of were the plus yeah. one but still yeah, yeah. you're yeah. always the plus one bone
5: the plus one too i, I
3: am always you're the like the plus four looking for a married couple looking for a glue gal mommy daddy babysitter and the bone and the bone
2: uh astros in town astros this could be if the astros overtake the rangers who've been on fire recently winning seven in a row this could be an alcs
3: preview look very small sample size here but a lot of the o's right-handed bats or switch hitters who obviously be batting right-handed against valdez have had at least some success against them jorge mateo two for four with one driven in mount castle two for four with one driven in Adley one for three Santander two for, or three for six with a home run and RBI Ramon Don't. Ramon one for three so you know again Austin Hayes one for three but some of these righties again have uh, in, in limited uh, outings against Valdez have gotten it done I think Grayson will be fired up for this he's obviously a Texas kid um facing the Astros I gotta say, the Dusty Baker thing taking off is not something I saw coming. I, I didn't uh, think you. When we talked about the end of yesterday's show, I was laughing about it. That's uh, Dusty uh, being dusty. Yeah. Apparently that's turned into fighting words. I don't very I grasp it. I, I yeah, don't I, think I, he was really throwing stones, but
5: part of me almost feels like he wasn't even trying to be that funny. Yeah. Like, he was just kind of speaking matter of fact like yeah, I mean, what he said wasn't exactly, like, a
3: wrong. One well, like, we're here at the <laughs> White House because we're playing it, yeah. the team 40 miles yes. down the road. Exactly. And it's a big series, yeah, it's it really big, big for them. Yes, I mean, Okay. Exactly. exactly. Seems to be, he's he's spitting facts. I'm still Team Dusty, but if that gets people fired up. No, and I like Dusty. Adds a little sizzle to the series, then so be it.
2: I, I am not mad that, since the Orioles couldn't be there, that Dusty finally won a World Series last year. Me neither. Like, that's
3: a guy. I mean, I hate the Astros and the yeah. cheating thing stinks. Yeah. I used cheat. to really respect them, pre-cheating yeah. thing. I used to love Altuve. Yeah. But uh, Dusty, hey, Dusty's baseball world. Salt of made. the earth. Yes. Salt of the earth. Basically yeah. Ryan Ripken.
2: Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. Very similar. Yeah. When, now when that I, you mention it. Yeah. They're, they're cut from the same cloth, I think. It's well, very similar. apparently
3: everybody's cut yeah. from Ryan Ripken's yeah, cloth. Yeah, that's true. It's a very popular cloth. It's like cloning.
2: Yes. Uh, <laughs> let's get it. It's uh, like AI see. or something. <laughs> I don't know. Let's get the text of the day. Check one two
0: check text of the day text of the day. text up the up the day Okay
5: Text of the day it's brought to you by Value Dry Waterproofing Is your basement your safe haven or a thorn in your side water on the floor walls musty smell before you build that man cave, protect your investment with waterproofing. Get your free inspection at valuedrywaterproofing.com, valuedrywaterproofing.com. Today's text says the Ravens should be weary of adding Clowney. Things did not end well in Cleveland.
2: They did not. They didn't. They
3: told him to go home. Yeah. They, give him. Give me the playbook. He was, he was throwing verbal stones at uh, Miles Garrett. You know, yeah, all they yeah. care about is Miles Garrett. They just want Miles Garrett to get Put the up
2: stats. Well, that guy's pretty good.
3: I'm just saying, look, if they're a front runner, he could be an interesting player. If, if they're not, if the defense is a problem, I just don't see that bringing out the best in a guy who's a pure football mercenary at this point. And like, he's kind of in it for himself, which I get, which is fine. Him on a really winning team. Great. Like, I don't know, though, late I, stage?
2: Yeah.
5: I just keep going. I'd rather have Melvin Ingram or Carlos Dunlap. I mean, I, I, look, I, I would if, if Clowney comes here, it's an upgrade. They're a better team with him, but I would rather one of those other two.
2: You got the boys here, Jason.
3: You going uh, to the game We are tonight? going to the game. I, I may be working a little bit. Maybe yeah. it sounds like a few innings of work. Yeah. A few innings of play. Ah. Uh. Sharky going to do that, an inning. Hopefully that brings a W. Sharky doing an inning. Yeah, you going to call an inning? Yeah, he'll huh? cuss. That's true. We got to yeah. have a you got to have an itchy trigger finger. Yeah, line. he'll Sharks cuss. On the mic. Yeah, you know that's got to be ready to. Hey, yeah, that's, that's he's giving
5: good. me the one finger salute. Uh, yeah.
3: It's He's big. It's big around here. You're number they? one. It is. Who was yeah. it? Was it Mark Andrews? Mark Andrews. He gave it to the ref the other day. Yeah. Yes,
5: he did. And hey. then had some
2: expletives. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, you are
3: uh, allowed to talk about that. I think I you can.
2: Know. It was. Right. Somebody tweeted about it. Who's <laughs>
3: going out there tomorrow? You, me. G- yeah, the bone. Oh, it's the bone. I'm out there. I'm there so so it'll Thursday. It will be a good practice then. It'll it will be a good practice. The <laughs> He's
2: going to get the
5: walkthrough. I'm going to get the walkthrough again. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I'm really enjoying that. Oh well.
2: Yeah, they love me. I'll be well,
3: watching. You'll come up with some great. questions. Oh, I always do. You'll ask amazing questions. I do. I'm I sure. do.
2: I bring it out of them. And
3: there'll be another Orioles game for you to yes. watch at the same time. Yeah,
2: we'll all cuddle around my phone watching the O's game. Hey, uh, what do we got on tomorrow's show?
5: Tomorrow's show, we got Chandler Rome, who covers the Astros for the Athletic. Tim Murray, get our best bets with him. Melissa Kim will be out there at one winning drive, oh.
3: as will I. There you go. The bone, and we'll have the bone calling in. Yes. Anytime something big happens, Anytime. the bone will be all over. Yes. You are you? Won't bring... be distracted. You'll yeah. be focused. Don't be.
5: Are I'm you always focused? Are you bringing the simulator? No, no. I, I don't bring it out of my basement, man. He I doesn't. He can't, can't afford
3: the insurance. What it would cost to bring the simulator <laughs> out? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I bet you, if Ryan Ripkin had a simulator, if Chuck he'd bring Bucks it gave out. him a raise, maybe. Yeah. Well, <laughs> From a your lipstick. Look at Joe. He's, yeah. not. He's <laughs> actually cutting back on our chuck box, yeah. so I don't think he you're is. getting the real. He's not he even is. giving us as much fake money, so you're <laughs> definitely not getting more real money. <laughs> we got to get you more endorsements. Hey, you
5: hey, cut hey, back hey. on the Monopoly money. And yeah. let the record state, I didn't get anything today. Oh,
2: you, you <laughs> <did> nothing. <laughs> I didn't get anything. Wow. Yeah. I got a chick, chicky sandwich. That Very almost
3: good. sounds like a silent some, protest. Are, some, you, some, well, I, are you sending a message no, to upper No, management? I'm
4: not sending a message. Hunger strike.
3: Hunger strike bump. I I got a chicken sandwich and a diet beverage, so, Man. and that was it. And fries. That is it for
2: us. Baltimore baseball tonight is next. It's Bob Haney. Let's go. It's O's. Ryan Ripkin. It's live at Pickles. Tony Taters. And it's Two right run, here Bob. on 105.7
0: The fan.